0: Look how festive it is here, Moan. We have we have Christmas stuff all behind me here. There's a tree over one shoulder, wreath over the other. It's feeling like it too. It's cold, isn't it?
1: It is cold. By the way, you never gave us an update on Light Up Night, man. Like I needed pictures. You didn't send your drone up. We didn't. We got no coverage. DK, what There's the There's so
0: many drones flying over downtown on Light Up Night that we'd probably be crashing into somebody else's drone. There are some great pictures. I'll send them to you. Afterward, uh, quite quite the scene, to say the least. And by the way, the reason it's cold in Nashville is that the local hockey team is there tonight, and they sent all they brought all that cold with them. It's pe- <laughs> Penguins versus Predators tonight at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, and yeah, they they brought it with them.
1: See, if you were being a big J journalist, you would have actually acknowledged. Well, you would have told me. You'd have told, "Hey, Ramon, the Penguins are coming down to Nashville, man. Hey, uh, how about you go check out the home team and do some reporting on the side?" That's of something. Right. You couldn't even do that. That's DJ. right. We want
0: you. We want you reporting on hockey. What was the line from the Saturday Night Live skit?
1: <laughs> oh, what more, Cowbell? No, it was the,
0: the, <laughs> no, it was the the no. let's do let's let's do that hockey. I don't remember if that was Tracy Morgan skit or whatever. I think
1: it was, was Tracy it? Well, I remember watching that one. I do see that one. Yeah, let's, let's let's do that hockey.
0: And they, they were trying to pronounce hockey <laughs> players like Swedish and Finnish names and everything.
1: Yeah. No, nah, that, that would be worse. So, you know, before I took my job here uh, doing the morning show. I was actually uh, – I was in the pot of people that were interviewed for the hockey section here, and I was just like, I don't know it, but I'll learn it, man. Okay, <laughs> hey, crazy. Can you imagine me covering hockey, though? I mean, I, you know, no. I've seen,
0: I, I, I think you can assimilate into anything. That's what I think.
1: That's what I told them. And you know if I'm going to do a job, I'm going to figure out how to do it right. But, boy – I would I would have been better off learning how to speak Chinese or or write Chinese, DK. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh anyway, let's do that, let's do that bell. (laughs) Let's do that thing. All right. Let's start this show. By the way, we see y'all compliments on social media, man. Much appreciated, DK. I saw what you're talking about. It's pretty cool. I saw. I was just like, one, they found my new profile on Twitter. (laughs) That's always a thing. At the Ramon Foster. At the Ramon Foster, man. Uh, You ready to hit this thing right here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Smiley face is still. Good one right here, DK. Mm -hmm.
0: So it'll be Steelers versus Cardinals this weekend, Sunday, 1 2 PM in Pittsburgh. Uh, The Cardinals stink. The (sighs) Patriots stink. The team that they have coming after them. And you know what? The Steelers are in no position, nor is anybody else to take anything for granted to take anyone lightly. No, no, absolutely not. But when you're feeling this good, when you're feeling this good, you got to be a little bit careful And you got to make sure that you're putting out any small fires before they become infernos. So let's talk today. We didn't really get into it much yesterday about Deontay Johnson. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, quick summary, he was on the field for a Jalen Warren fumble. The fumble spat out just right near him. He had no reaction to it. Neither did, uh, I'd say, about three or four other Steelers in the moment. I'm trying to be fair about this. Yeah, But... After Deontay clearly lays his eyes on a loose football, whether he thinks it's a fumble or not, he sees a loose football. And then he sees other players from the other team running for this loose football. He still does nothing. Mike Tomlin today said that he's going to allow other players, his teammates, to address that with him and that he's going to have to deal with that both with them and with reporters. Now, before, I, before we jump into this, Moan, I did ask Deontay in front of other reporters Sunday in Cincinnati to explain himself, and he came back with something that I think he even knew in the moment wasn't all that great of an explanation, okay?
1: <laughs> wasn't it good? He no. basically said, I'm I'm bee-crapping is what he said. Uh. Yeah, and then
0: yeah, afterward, because after everybody broke up, after the pack of cameras and microphones split out, he kind of motioned to me like this as if he knew. Like, yeah, that, that, yeah. and I go, No. <laughs> no. What? and he just said it was it happened so quickly and he froze and whatever else but it's it's he's going to have to do better
1: it was like cam newton in the uh super bowl 50 oh. it was that you know like do Ow. i be, yeah business Jeez. decisions were made uh teresa you're right we all saw his explanation was lame it yes. really is no explanation and I think we all know what an explanation could sound like. Even before he said it, we knew you knew what he was going to say. Didn't you DK for the most part? Like, there uh, wasn't- he, again, I'm not I'm not being his lawyer here. I'm trying to give the
0: fairest context. OK, I asked my question about that fumble after he had just been asked about the report related to Minka Fitzpatrick and mm. the spat that they had. So he already was in a defensive mode. Does yeah. that mean he couldn't have handled it better? Of course it doesn't. But just trying to be let, let you guys know everything and you take it where you want.
1: Yeah, most times in situations like this, whatever the player tells you, um, you're not going to either believe or want to hear. If if we could really say, uh, and this is just me projecting what I think, some I'm like AI, generated context right now, DK. If we were just saying something like that, man, y'all, I messed up. I saw it. I was down. Um, I'll never have a play like that again. Does that still satisfy it?
0: No, I, I, it wouldn't. And, and then Tomlin also mentioned that the play before that was the one that should have been, could have been a touchdown. Tomlin yeah. left out the part where that was on him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but it, in that event that Deontay basically allowed his frustration to carry over into the next play. So you tell me, Moan, have you ever allowed your frustration at a play, something that didn't go right for you, something, an assignment that you missed, whatever, did you allow it to carry over
1: into the next play or the, even through the game? I uh, This is the only time I've ever had a situation like this happen. If all week I've had a, um, if I got a, a, a backup next to me, you know, and all week we've talked about, hey, this is going to happen. We got to watch this. And you make sure you do this and you hold your own in these moments. And I I, I tell you in the world of football, this is going to happen. And then I got to save you one time from something happening, whether it be if Pounce wasn't in or if it was a new left tackle or something like that in, right? You know, that communication is always deep. Like you're on the same page when you have your guys. And anytime there was a backup and they wouldn't listen or – they hit me with a, oh, I didn't hear that. You're done to me. Like, you can't do that on the field when I'm depending on you to do your job. But let it, like, affect, like, the entire play behind it. No, not necessarily. And in those moments, I wasn't being a – at least I don't think I was being a bad teammate. But those moments of, like, listen, we're all in this together and you don't listen, I'll let, I'll let somebody elect themselves to a film embarrassment. You know, and that's honestly what Deontay is freaking dealing with right now. And guys that don't buy into the team system, unless they're in a position to where they know they're not going to be in the city next year. Like, I think Deontay's back for Pittsburgh next year. But then again, I don't know if he is or not. That play just looks terrible. That's one of those, hey, you can't get that one back. And the best thing you can do is, is peel somebody off the pile if there's a fight. Like, you'll be the first one there to show that you're all in, on being a great teammate, like that's where Deontay is now moving forward. He is the big dog in the wide receiver room, as far as what his pay suggests. Let's just throw that out there. Gifts to guys in, in around Christmas time, like show that leadership initiative to where you say, "Man, I'm not a bad teammate. I had a bad moment." And here's the thing, too: this isn't a, a lifestyle thing. Uh, sports is a little bit less forgivable, right, DK? <laughs> People people judge you about you doing bad sportsman-like thing in sports more often than not, especially football. Um, He going to have some headway to make up, D.K., when it comes down to it. I I see somebody said, man, whoops, lame, like, just say I screwed up. What you want to hear probably ain't going to be what he says. Um, So just the acknowledgement of it. I saw a guy a second ago said that Coach Tomlin and D.K., I'm not sure if it's true or not. He alle- he allowed Deontay to address the group. He's going to. I mean, they're not in the building okay. today, but yeah. Victory Monday. You're right. Yeah. Um, that's the most appropriate way to go about it. And here's the thing. It's just like y- you telling somebody I'm mad at my spouse or my girlfriend or boyfriend or something like that, and you tell the world about it, right? The next mm-hmm. thing you know, they see y'all lovey-dovey. Like, the way Coach Tom is approaching this is as long as you and your spouse or as long as you and your teammates are right there, Tom, as long as you and your teammates are on the same page, the public perception about what's going to be said about Deontay somewhat don't matter. And here's the other thing, too. Some of his teammates won't buy it either. He's going to have to overprove some stuff to them. We've had guys in situations where they've got to suspend it. Uh, They put themselves in bad situation, either getting arrested or um, some bad play on the field. We'll accept the apology, but it's still one of those things in sports, DK. You're going to have to earn that back. Like You know how it is with your kids. Kids lose your trust, they're going to have to earn that back. Deontay is still going to be in that boat, and that's going to come through his play, and that's going to come through his leadership uh, stepping up a little bit more, too. James Lawson says,
0: man, get over Tomlin not challenging the touchdown. Deontay should hold on to the ball like a professional. As I'm fond of saying on this show, and I say it all the time, it doesn't have to be one thing, James. You don't have to be an either or. It can be both. Okay? Yeah. Deontay yeah. should hold on to the ball and Tomlin should challenge. One way or another, it's got to be a touchdown. Okay? Both things can be true. We don't always have to just pick one
1: thing and say, that's it. That's it. That's it. We don't, um, you know. This he he is, is
0: Brent says. I'm sorry, Brent says as Tomlin yeah. put in his own words today. He has some savvy vets in the room, like the wide receiver room, to keep the energy and the peace. Also, the cornerback room. You know, you have Allen Robinson there. You have Miles Boykin as a member of that wide receiver room. And my feeling is that those guys already trust Deontay and believe in who he is. The most of the reaction to that play is gonna be from the outside because they know what Deontay's all about. He had a, he had a bad moment. He okay. Did. Um, it, I, I'm sure people are going to take offense to this, me saying it, but it, it always feels to me like they're, especially since Antonio Brown, like everybody in Pittsburgh is waiting to pounce on the next wide receiver diva <laughs> subject. Okay. Aha, look, there it is, Diva moment. George yeah. Pickens, Diva. Chase Claypool, Diva. Well, in a lot of cases, some of that stuff is true. Yeah. That's the nature of that position. I don't know why, but it's not unique to the Steelers in any capacity.
1: Yeah, no, no doubt about it, DK. Uh, and, and that's just the thing. It, I think it's, it'll be fine. We've dealt with worse, and y'all know. Pittsburgh has dealt with worse when it comes to guys like this. I, I'll say this too, DK. We're, we're honestly burying what happened on the actual play, though, too. If So the question I have to say, and and, and maybe it's one of those moments where you you, you kind of say to yourself, aha, that's why you can't do this and be selfish in these moments. Because Deontay probably had his, had his mind set on, I'm chilling on this play. Screw this team. Y'all should have did this. I should have did that. Whatever had happened on the play before, that happened on the fumble without that fumble we don't see that Jalen also got to make sure he don't put the ball on the ground. I know it's one of those situations. This ain't about Jalen, but without the fumble, we don't see Deontay doing this. It's almost like a blessing in the disguise. And Tomlin almost. brought that
0: up too. Tomlin yeah. brought that up too. He said, don't, don't forget about Jalen's role in this. Okay? <laughs> the last thing Jalen Warren needs to be doing right now is fumbling when he has this golden opportunity and stardom and everything else in front of him. That turns you around like this. Don't forget the difference between Jerome Bettis Being in the Hall of Fame and not being in the Hall of Fame. Randy McCracken says, I like Deontay Johnson, but every year there's some drama. Dropped passes, no touchdowns. Now, this play, Randy, neither of those first two things you cited are drama. They're nah, just not football things. It's just football things. <laughs> yeah, you don't like them, but they're not drama
1: just because people talk about them. Uh, Julio uh, Jones wasn't a big touchdown guy, and he's borderline Hall of Fame. Also, red zone couldn't see him in the red zone. Er, football is different than that one play. Yeah. I understand Deontay going backwards like that's something I saw him do. Like oh jeez, the slippage. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. All I'll tell you is this: I know he's passionate about making a play. DK, you've talked to him. I've talked to Deontay often when I see him, and it's just like the dude wants to be great. And he, I, he, he, he pushes every right he button pushes. when you're around
0: him. He just does. Did I, I tell this? you, people, I would tell you if he didn't, okay? I, I'm not exactly shy about criticizing people when they're not all that. Deontay is not your convenient villain here. Uh, mm-hmm. However, however, I like this point from Steeler Girl. Deontay Johnson should have been disciplined. You bench Chooks for because he verbalized only what Deontay Johnson actually did. He <laughs> gave up. And that's insanity. Now, that's fair. how do you do that, though? Because do you take Steeler Girl's comment and say, okay, well, so you've got to bench Deontay. Who are you hurting if you bench Deontay? The team. You're hurting the team. Who are you
1: hurting if you bench Chukes with all due respect? Nobody right nobody now. Nobody
0: because Broderick comes
1: in. And the other thing, Chooks' situation end of the game. Deontay is in the beginning of the game against the AFC North opponent. Uh, and as much as y'all won't go, you have our steel DK. As much as y'all want that discipline and embarrassment and and public shaming and throwing rotten tomatoes at them, DK. You know what we all want more than just that. And this is almost inexcusable. You know what we all want more than just that. Oh, damn! Uh, yeah. Win
0: beating Arizona. That's all you want, you or know. Beating that's, Cincinnati or whatever. Yeah. Is that wrong to say? This is Kane McDaniel who says, just acknowledge you messed up. Show us with your actions on the field. And you know that's what? It. That's exactly what's gonna come of this. And that's gonna be that's gonna be the end of it. Deontay had I gave Deontay one chance in Cincinnati to to do exactly that. Whether he was rattled by the Minka questions, or whether he just didn't have it thought out in his head, or whether he didn't know, and it was something that I mentioned to him afterward. I said, you gotta understand. I said to him, this the video is about one and a half seconds. That was when there was only the one video available. Yeah, the close up of it. And yeah. I said, it, it it doesn't look very good. Yeah. And and he goes, Oh, really? And I go, No,
1: really, it doesn't. Okay. He, he got caught trying to get some payback. That's what it was. He got caught trying to get some payback. Whatever it is,
0: we're gonna move on from this. And and I mean, really move on from this, and we're gonna go to the oh only segment that actually matters look at you clean it up man but
1: that's hey mon, dk i'm <laughs> feeling good today moan i see you rested guy you let's go into that only segment dk
0: I just said to my wife sitting over here, I, I pointed outside toward all the downtown office skyscrapers. I said, you know, there's people out there actually working for a living. And then there's <laughs> me and you, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna
1: we, be do, real. we do this for a living. This is fun. I'm going to be real with you. I think about that often, DK, like I do. And I know football is a very hard job to do, but it's entertainment for people that watch it. Like I personally do not take for granted being in this seat on this computer with you, DK. Not even a little bit. Now, I appreciate everybody that comes in here. We got over 800 in here right now, DK, man. Um, solid, solid stuff. By the way, my, my day job? Don't even get close to this, so I appreciate y'all. Let me just say that out loud.
0: We're getting contributions, uh, and I'm, I'm putting them up on the screen here. Um I hope everyone knows that they're appreciated everything that they do. Uh, I certainly hope that uh, our friend Rochelle knows that she's appreciated everything yeah. that she does. There's 50 gifts from Rochelle. Uh, the way to take care of that on your end is to make sure that on the YouTube live chat that you hit accept gifts, and that will help get that number up. Look how excited the boss is about that! Hey now, total number total members 1,900. Uh, Recurring membership, 698, gifted 1202. And what we need is more people to pick up those gifts and then to move from that to the next phase, which is after the two months, you can get a gift for two months in a row. And then after that, you got to get your own. It's 99 cents. I'm a
1: recurring guy. DK. Can you imagine that? How about that? <laughs> I'm a recurring. I'm not <laughs> trying to trash on anybody, but I, this is y'all make this show frigging fun, man. I don't think y'all realize that, uh, really do.
0: We have, uh, questions on other subjects as well. We're going to get started here with Richard over at the uncle's table. He says, Hey, Moan, what concerns would you have with the Cardinals offense and or defense? The record doesn't mean anything with some teams. James Conner
1: plays on the Arizona offense. Let's start there. And Calvin Beacham starts over there. Too. Oh,
0: and yeah, Beech- yeah. He, well. he,
1: he plays there, man. Jeez, um, what scares me? This is a great question, by the way, Rich. Rich, we got we to gotta get you from the uncle's table, dog. Like... Don't make us call you what they the short name of Richard is. I mean, come on, man. Hey, Join hey, on, huh? hey, <laughs> hey, society. Oh, oh, no, oh.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> she's feeling feisty today, too.
1: Probably put clown noses on us. You know what? <laughs> I'll take it. I know Dolly she-
0: appreciated the Richard line there. That's a yeah, she's man, at
1: we you. we just gotta get Richard off the uncle's table and over at the cookout with us, man. That's all DK. Uh, but mm-hmm. what concerns me, man, not a whole lot other than the fact that James Conner is is over there, and he's going to play with a lot. Uh, I know James. Play with James. Block for James. his Pro Bowl season. All those things, man. I absolutely love that dude. Great individual. He has this infectious way of bringing you with him. And Beacham is there. And there's a lot of familiarity with what uh, the, the, the uh, Cardinals bring to you. They will fight, but it's a matter of when will they give up. If you go and hit them early and often, there's an opportunity there. Again, I'll say this. This time of the year, where the holidays is coming up and people want to feel good at the end of the season, you have bad teams like the Arizona Cardinals decide that they want to play real ball. And that's what Pittsburgh can't get called into the trap. I'm not calling it a trap game, but you can't get called into the trap of saying, oh, we'll just roll them over. Quick pro tip. Pittsburgh getting not that good yet to just say we're going to roll over people either. Colin Murray seems to have his legs back. Uh you got James Conner coming into town. You got people in Arizona that's still not over that uh what was that that big game they had to play uh where this dude 92 ran back a football. I think that was the
0: Super Bowl. That though. was
1: the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh so yeah, there's a lot of that that still kind of holds on to uh this type of game, but I wouldn't take it short at all at all dk no matter what their record yeah, is
0: yeah i think when you look at regardless of their record and this was something that tomlin brought up today as well here when you're talking about heart you're not questioning whether or not you're going to get maximum effort out of a james connor or a kelvin no. Beecham. uh they're not going to be looking at the standings before they decide in advance of the kickoff hmm should i try hard today
1: yeah <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. no for real for uh, real I, I,
0: I think i think that's uh i think that that much is is, is a given um Antoine says, Hey, Mo and DK, do you think we have a shot at winning the AFC North knowing our schedule? I'm going to start with that one, Antoine, because I, I looked at this last night. I, I wasn't just looking at the Steelers. Look I went at at conference and I don't see the Ravens as being the gauntlet. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, not yeah. not just saying that because the Steelers already beat them, and the Steelers beat them when they weren't playing this well. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I see the Steelers and Ravens here. Insert shocked face as <laughs> equals. You know why? Because they
1: always are.
0: Always Every are. game is decided by three maximum four points, no matter what. They have another meeting this year. After that. I don't know, Moan, who in the AFC is jumping out at you? It, it, it's not the Chiefs anymore. It's not the Bills. You know, who do you have a feel for it's, in this conference?
1: To me, it becomes a matchup conversation when we talk about the AFC, like what Jacksonville did to Pittsburgh. Okay, yeah, that can be kind of treacherous if you allow a team like that to really just steamroll you and pick pick you apart at your home place. Miami, not so much. Buffalo, by the way, we're going to have to start having a very in-depth conversation about Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. At some point, that's off-season stuff, DK. When we speak about progress of quarterbacks and paying franchise prices for starting QBs, he he, a little iffy. I'm gonna just throw that out there. I'm looking at it. It's Baltimore. Oh, you're not
0: hearing him, and you're not hearing anybody say he's the next Ben anymore, are you? Oh
1: no, DK. Um, but the AFC side, nothing really jumps out. Buffalo can be dangerous because they got playmakers. Miami, eh, uh Baltimore, but we see them. Jacksonville. I'm hoping that was a one-off. And then Kansas and what Denver has done. Like, Denver got a shot because Russ can cook every once in a while. He's been decent so far as of late. But nobody on the AFC side scares me. Like, even what Kansas, Kansas City to me is because of the dynamics of their freaking quarterback that reshaped everything in the NFL. That's a difference. That, DK, is a difference. Lamar, not so much. Josh Allen, not so much. Tua, be real with yourself. If there is a year for you to go get something, whether that's the playoff win, second, third round, whatever you want to call it, if you get your stuff together, you can do it. Do you think Kansas City fans could turn on Taylor
0: Swift? Like, she'd be like the Yoko who broke up the yes. Beatles? Yeah?
1: Football. Football, DK. <laughs> I'm just it's telling Don't like mess with cute. people,
0: football. It was cute for a couple uh, couple of weeks, right? Yeah. And now it's like, what happened to our offense, you know?
1: It left on the, uh, what's the name of her tour? Um, I don't even the eras. Know. The, the tour. eras tour. She's in Brazil now. Look at you, even knowing that. Oh yeah, w- what, me, are big Swiftie Swiftie. what are you <laughs> <laughs> big Swiftie. Big
0: Swiftie here, Swifty? What are you, big Swifty? Big Swifty. That I'm here Couldn't name more than one song. Uh, neither could I can name I. one, but if I say the title, it's going to get stuck in everybody's head, and you'll all hate shake me. it off. Ah, you did it.
1: I did it on purpose too. Jeez. <laughs> did it on purpose too, dk sure did
0: jeez okay uh, uh i had a appreciate cool. go lamar coming in with a with a gift uh here demond brown has a question for you moan here he says uh, i'm sorry we'll get to we'll get to yours in a second here yeah, and with ahead. the good play of casey and the great play of of trenton thompson have we inadvertently created some depth at the safety position for the
1: stretch it will be good. Make a potentially coming back. And here's the other thing, though, To Demon, I always caution the same way I was excited about Broderick Jones, but I still said, give me more time. Do it in week after week moments. I need to see it like a one shot. I've seen so many guys have one good year in the NFL, and that was it. One week is cool. And when that pressure ain't on you and they're not game planning for what they know about you... Um, Th- that's when it becomes real sticky for you. So, yes, depth, absolutely. Worry about if somebody goes out of the game or if you got to put more DB packages out there for the defense. All right, cool. Yeah, I feel better about it. I love to have Mink and a very strong guy beside him, but I'm okay with what those two guys have done.
0: Swan has a question. I- I'm going to jump on this one first, Moan. He says, hey, Moan, what is your opinion about Mike Tomlin not having a member on the staff assist with possible challenge plays? He does, and I been saying that for months now he has someone assigned one of the assistant coaches in the booth to be responsible for this however however as tomlin acknowledged in his answer to me sunday in cincinnati he said it didn't happen quickly enough for the booth meaning the replays weren't available to them quickly enough for that information to come down to him he's relying on himself on his his, well on his people but also on the stadium scoreboard and everything else I can also tell you though that every time he answers that question when I ask it and it's been a few times now he always comes back first with the stadium scoreboard thing he wants to see it himself before making that decision okay so he he said all of this in his answer to me. He said upstairs didn't get it quickly enough. So Tomlin has had for more than a year now someone assigned up there to look at that. However, Moan, I'm telling you, I know how other teams do this, including in other sports, and it's yeah. way more intricate, way more advanced, and it has nothing to do with coaches in the booth. Yeah. okay it's a it's a set room that the team creates like a replay emergency whatever you want to call it room okay and the Steelers absolutely do not have one of those and that doesn't make sense to me
1: it doesn't that's something that you got to grow with as a staff and, and as a group too so like you said the trust thing DK seems to be a, 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 outsiders Pittsburgh y'all know how we are as fans imagine what it is like inside that building I will say that. You drink the Kool-Aid. You run through the walls in that building, man, and it's just different than Pittsburgh. And I almost feel like if Pittsburgh decides to let go of Coach Tomlin, the coach behind him is going to do the same exact thing. How is Coward, DK? Pretty much similar in his approach to, hey, we got this. Yeah, I I think, are you talking about from the control aspect? From the control aspect and how Pittsburgh operated. I didn't know that, but I've heard guys speak about Cowher, and it was just a certain way. Yeah, I've never heard of any
0: NFL head coach, any NFL head coach who wasn't a control freak. Um, And they'll admit it. Now, not all of them were Tom Coughlin, if you heard those horror stories. i heard that. Okay. But most of them are right in that Cowher slash Tomlin range. For this sort of thing. Uh, you said yourself. Yes. On yesterday's show. The, the reason that Tomlin keeps a small staff. And he's acknowledged this himself. Is he doesn't want to have to be worrying about too many people in too many different directions. He wants to keep it right
1: here. Too many loose lips. Uh, the message doesn't get translated. Or you don't know where it gets mess, messed up at. If you got a big old staff. Like some teams got like 25 dudes on staff. Oh Yeah. And, like, there's an assistant D-line coach, assistant to them, and then there's a, a secondary coach, then it's a safety coach, and then it's an line coach, and it's a guards coach, and it's a tight end coach, and it's a runner. it's a, like It can muddy the water some, but it's hard to pass up all that power, DK. It is.
0: But you need to have a video replay room.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I do agree with that.
0: There is access to every Possible replay that's there for you in the moment, okay? And you're looking at it quickly, and you have an instant response, and you have a direct line to the head coach that says, "Coach, throw it, throw it." Okay? And then the coach has to develop some kind of trust for these people. You cannot, especially if you were to get to like real do-or-die games or playoffs. Can you imagine not having that in place when your
1: opponent does? Exactly. And here's another thing too to just tell you. It's just the operation. It's not just uh, in Pittsburgh. I know for sure it's in other cities because I'm in another city, but uh, Coach Faulkner got elevated because he's probably the most senior guy that Coach Tomlin trusted in that role too. Right, DK? Like, Mm -hmm. I know Coach Faulkner earned it, but Coach Faulkner was the most senior guy that's been around Tomlin for a long time offensively, and it made sense to pass that job on to him, giving him one, uplifting him, but also giving the play calling duties to Coach Sullivan. Like, It's it really is a teamwork inside that building more than people make it seem.
0: Right. Jacob says DK, I swear the other morning you were saying he doesn't have people for that. He doesn't, he doesn't. It's assigned to an assistant coach as an, Oh, by the way thing up in the booth. Okay. They don't have people. They don't have a team for this. All I'm doing here today. And all Tomlin did today was repeat what was said on Sunday. There was nothing new in that. Yeah. uh, Today here, uh, Let's go to the Brian. He says, Landon Roberts is an all pro in what he brings to the Steelers. His toughness just seems contagious after he makes a big hit or stuff. What have you thought, Moan, of the inside linebackers since losing two
1: out of the starting three? I think they've done their thing, DK. I really have. You have Michael them?
0: Walker? No. I
1: have. Michael, yes, with a Y in his name. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's been nothing egregious on film to me, DK, to think there are some deficiencies at all uh i I see them make plays they see ball get ball i saw elanda have to be motioned out in space and coverage and i was like oh lord what is gonna happen on this play and he was good step for step probably a little bit behind i think the running back or tight end that he was in zone coverage with or he was in man-to-man coverage with i worry about that but it hasn't been exposed because i knock on wood right here man fair do we say any see anything that's terribly bad on film no
0: no, it's it's been uh, it it it's been a I think a pleasant surprise. Yes, uh, for you you the way that you mentioned it is the way that I prefer it, which is that you haven't heard Michael Walker's name. No. Now you yeah, do you want your inside linebackers getting in on plays <laughs> eventually and and getting tackles? Yes, of course.
1: Because Landon uh, led the team this past weekend, which is a good thing that the defense was able to spread out tackles. Absolutely. But it was only like six total tackles, if I'm not not mistaken.
0: Whereas in Cleveland, it was 15. 15, or double digits at least. Mm -hmm. Which means also that they were getting through the the front.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's true, too.
0: Ryan Smith comes in with a $20 contribution and says, I could see a playoff berth if the offense continues to play like they did this past Sunday. However, realistically, I do not see us in the Super Bowl. I... I'm not one of those people that says Super Bowl, not Super Bowl, after every after every win or loss.
1: Yeah. Uh, defense rods. If it can continue to carry and make plays, uh, you got something. What that something turns into Heck, two, three years back, we didn't expect Cincinnati to carry that team to the Super Bowl. I ain't saying this team is going to I side more with you if I can be real about this, Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's not ready for it. If they happen to just so make the Super Bowl, I ain't complaining, but as mid as the AFC is right now, uh, I still don't see them making a push unless we find uh, the key to a box to unlock this offense even more, DK.
0: Bob says, hey, Moan, this draft class has many players playing well as of now. Who's your Steelers rookie of the year?
1: Light work right here, DK. Keanu Benton. Keanu. He's shown up. It's been consistent. You don't notice his work, but if you watch his effectiveness of when he's in on plays, he got it. I know the easiest choice to make is Joey Porter Jr. I love that. Broderick is good, too. But effectively, watching him, uh, it's probably got to be Keanu. He's doing a lot where his name isn't being called on making plays, but he's helping others make those plays, DK. And if this is just a stepping stone of what he's capable of doing, Give it to him. Effectiveness, though? Probably project.
0: Uh Joey Porter, Joey Porter Jr. is going to start getting some more widespread attention as he keeps chalking up he does. these Ws against these big names. You know, I thought Jamar Chase still made some good things happen. I understand there were, you know, deflected passes and so forth. Uh, but, you know, Joey did the job yet again. I want to seize this opportunity, though to give a special mention to Nick Herbig for that sack. Crazy. Uh, he he rocketed like off your screen, it seemed kind of. When I was watching this on the monitor in the press box. Live, I couldn't see him at all. Yeah. And then at the last second, you see, whew, and he he gets uh, – I already forgot that quarterback's name. But he gets him <laughs> and he throws him down, right? And Water? after the game, I, I said something to – I don't know. I, and I said something – Browning.
1: Browning. Something, Jake.
0: Something Browning. Yeah, whatever. We'll probably never see him again. So he gets uh, – I, I, I go into the locker room. I see TJ sitting in a stall, and I go – I said, hey, how about the kid? And TJ goes uh, – because TJ just loves him, right? And TJ goes, you know what? I'm just so glad he got he got home. And, and people don't know that, – that's football speak for – Getting to the yeah, quarterback. Getting to okay. the quarterback, yeah. Ed, edge, edge rusher speak, okay? He said, I'm just so glad he got home because when you make – when you put forth that kind of effort, that kind of energy, going after the – you deserve the reward. Yeah. TJ said that to me about, about Nick Herbick. They love this kid so much. And no, no, people, he cannot play inside linebacker.
1: He cannot. Don't put him at outside <laughs> – don't put him at inside linebacker. You saw TJ sprinting over there to Nick Herbig.
0: He it did. was First cool one
1: it mm-hmm. was, man. On the broadcast, too. It's also cool to see this type of stuff, although they have their own identities. They mentioned Nate, of course, being on the team. And Connor Hayward made a play. And they said, there's a catch by Cam's little brother, Connor. I was like, what? They really just, you know, showing him as Cam's little brother. But when you ball, you make your own name, DK. I this love
0: would it. not be the Ramon Foster show if we didn't go for some frivolity. Wayne Williams says, hey, Moan, name. chips Ahoy or Oreos? Ain't
1: even close. Oreos. Really? Not even close, DK. What not even with, a soft
0: batch. What about with milk? Oreos all day. Yeah, oh, you, you yeah. got your you got your yeah. biggest supporter over here. Yeah, She's no, totally he with you.
1: Ratchet,
0: oh, she takes the cream
1: out. How oh, oh, I never seen this. What do you? Yeah, because it's it's like Crisco and sugar. You don't want to eat that. Ah, okay. And it's vegan, Dolly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I I I tell you that I'll do Oreos, but only in the double stuff form. Okay, but not the purchased double stuff. What that, you mean, I'm purchased? sorry. Never sh- well they sell them as double stuff Oreos. Yeah. Well that's not okay. I want to <laughs> do it myself. <laughs> you
1: you animal.
0: You throw away the thing.
1: Yeah, a, you yeah. throw away the wafer. The, what? You throw away the No, 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 wafer? no. Yeah.
0: You, yeah, you throw away the other waivers. Oh, now she good. likes the wafers. We really got something going here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all just fist bump right there? We just GK? did. But the, the 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 chips ahoy though with milk. Yeah. Back when I was allowed to have that kind of stuff, and I'm not anymore. Of course, that, that was a W.
1: There's a spot on the south side, man. Uh, you care if I do it? Milkshake Factory. No, there's one right here downtown. Is it really?
0: Our milkshake factory, open yes, 10, open till 10 p.m. Hey, every night. they got Avenue, some, one uh, block away
1: from us. They got some doggone uh, chocolate covered Oreos. When I was in, who DK? Oh yeah, oh game yeah, game changer, boy. Oh, a yeah. lot of people send chips ahoy. I didn't know chips oh. ahoy was like that. Oh yeah, I didn't know y'all style.
0: Yeah, now I'll tell you the other thing about chips ahoy. No, you'll feel you'll feel it in the teeth. Yeah, you do. And the roof of your
1: mouth, too. They'll cut you. Yeah, I do eat Oreos like a dog. I, I used to. <laughs> come on, DK. You better yes, than see, this, Listen, man. DeMond
0: has done – you talk about double stuff. DeMond has done double duty when he's come to Fifth Avenue. He's come to see us, and then he goes up the block. He goes to Milkshake Factory here.
1: Cole, I'm telling y'all, if you – they need the franchise. I know who owns it. I need to tell them, look, you need it's to bring not? that to Nashville. It is legit, DK. Yeah, no, I see I see a whole bunch
0: of Chips Ahoy, and uh, I don't even know what butter cookies are.
1: Butter cookies, oh, uh, cookies are the best. Yeah, yeah they're, like pretty they're pretty solid. I want to be talking about the hard one or the soft butter cookies. There is a difference in the two. Hard,
0: crunchy. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. Those yeah, are like the, the
1: grandma tan can cookies, though. That's what they are. Are those you gonna, ones in the giant tins that nobody throws away? Yeah, them. It's so those right has, there, darling. Look at us. We've gotten off track talking about food. That's wild, DK. Yeah,
0: but that's that's okay. You know? That's okay. We're allowed to do that. Yeah. Chips a Oh, I was supposed to duck under. She's telling me to duck under the top hat here. So we're just both like Abe Lincoln now.
1: We are. We are. Or maybe that's like our uh, our Christmas top hat. Either way. This
0: is your here's Yeah. Uh, here's, here's Rob getting us I back on it. track. He says, hey, I well, love it. the uncle's table wants to know your guess to this question. Don't be representative of the uncle's table. You can't make, you're never allowed to make the uncle's table sound cool or
1: trendy. (laughs) Rob, you're better than this. I promise you are. Oh my God. The uncle's table
0: wants to know your guess to this question. How many of the remaining six games can the Steelers win? I'm thinking four or five. How many of them are they worried about right now, Moan?
1: Probably Colts. Bingos. No, no, no.
0: How many are
1: they worried about oh, right Oh, no. Now? Absolutely <laughs> none. Just well, one. One, Baltimore. Yeah, th- <laughs> yeah, that one right there. But even Baltimore, you already got the one up on them. Like, yeah, you're supposed to have just a little bit of worry in that one, but that game comes down to, man, who's going to smack each other around a little bit more than the other, man. Not really into the, what Seattle got going on, other than the travel going to the West Coast, DK. Good luck to you on that one, too, because you're going to be coming back on New Year's Day. That's going to be a wild travel day for you, DK. Uh, Patriots, no, Arizona, no, Colts can be iffy if Gardner Minshew is still in and around. I'm not too worried, especially since he's at home. At least give me five out of six. I don't know where the flagrant one's coming from. Five out of six, and if that happens. <laughs> DK, it's going to be a fascinating situation. One that does mean playoffs, hosting at home probably. Nah, nah. It's going to be fascinating. I I really don't know what to think of it. If it does happen, DK, they win five out of these last six. Is that like false reality almost? Like is that the team getting it together? Or is it you played the second place? What are they in the North last year? Second or third? You're playing the third place schedule of everybody? Yeah, it was third. Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. That's that's the payoff of it right there. If there ever is a payoff of being third in your division,
0: yeah. If there's another way of looking at this, and a couple of people have brought this up, including Manuel here, is that the the Ravens' schedule is tough. The first Ravens' schedule, have, yeah. The Ravens have the schedule that the Steelers had basically through the first half. Uh, it, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be a challenge for them. Uh, honestly, oh boy, I know people hate hearing hearing this, but. I'm really not all that into the wins and losses here. The rest of the way, just get better. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I really do. In what way get better? What are you asking for? Offensively? I want to see, yeah. I want to see the continued offensive dynamism. I want to see, okay, it doesn't have to be six plays of 20-plus yards like what we just saw, but it's got to be – that versatility to getting a lot of different people involved, four different wide receivers made a catch, three different tight ends made a catch, Jalen made a yeah. catch, eight different targets for Kenny Pickett. Okay, we can sing the praises, and we should, of Pat Friermuth, but everyone had a hand in that. Deontay with a bomb catch, George, George with, a bomb, with catch. a bomb catch, two separate sidelines, okay? Yeah. Najee with two, count them, two runs of 20-plus yards. I believe he's the conference leader. In that regard, I have no idea what that is. Uh, that's what you need to see, and it can't be that every week. Yeah. No. but it's it's gotta be. It's gotta be significant on offense, and if that happens,
1: man. What I saw from this weekend, too, as we get to Autumn, is this, DK. I saw Najee actually avoid going out of bounds and laying a boom to number 23 on Cincinnati's team. On the left
0: side, yep. Yeah.
1: I remember it. I remember it. That Like, again, to me, this is Najee's time of the year. Jalen's compliment is beautiful. But this is Najee's time of the year to where I, I don't know why he does this stuff late. Heck, when he made the Pro Bowl that year, you remember he was dragging like six dudes on him that brought more notoriety to what he's good at, and it was this time of the year. So I'm hoping this is his mentality moving forward. And again, you guys are asking how many wins did he do you expect him to get this year? The Steelers, right, DK? Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear next year about Coach Tomlin and his team. Well, the last half of the schedule will sucky. It was trash. They should have won those games. No, win the games. Thank you. That's I just had that came to you right there, DK.
0: Yeah, and it's it's got to be it's got to be a case where the team just keeps getting better. That's my main thing. I want to see that same confidence, that same swagger that that offense showed. It doesn't have to be a win. I know oh. no one wants to hear mm-hmm. this, okay? Mm-hmm. But what has to happen is this team just has to keep getting better. Build up that confidence. You know, uh, George says,
1: yeah, Baltimore's got Miami and San Francisco Miami. coming up. You know. Uh, There's one thing I do want to see is this, though. Sean says Ravens could be resting Jackson by week 18. Against Pittsburgh. Mm, I don't know about that. Now, you want to be Pittsburgh in it? You can't, you can't get swept by the Steelers. No.
0: Yeah, at home? No. Meaning at Baltimore.
1: At Baltimore. Heck
0: yeah, no. Yeah, no, no, no. You're not doing that.
1: This is what I want, though, DK. Hear me out. Steve Wright from the Uncle Saber, 25 points a game. I, I kind of want to see a little bit more. Yeah, if there's one freaking thing I want, if you can just give me some points, well, we can just do this, DK. At the end of the other day, we got our remote, okay? And it, this is just uh, <laughs> watching the ball game. I don't want to be, it. I'm gonna throw a C in, I don't want to be stressing, okay, DK. I don't Mm -hmm. want to be mixing up my words and cursing out the TV and stuff like that. I don't want to live that life on Sundays every single Sunday.
0: Yeah, the Steelers' defense says Brian is turning the ball over on defense. That is why the Steelers can win it all. Oh, he's saying that the Steelers' defense is going to be back to getting more takeaways. Well, let's remember that it's been a while now without Minka Fitzpatrick, okay? And Minka changes a lot of things for this defense all over the defense, not just at his specific position. Minka's presence, I believe, allows the front five, all of them, but especially TJ and Alex Highsmith, more opportunities, more time to get after the quarterback.
1: He puts the blanket on the back end of the defense where they take those shots. So where those plays down the middle, oh, no, Minka's back there. He, What you're saying, he could be the walking boogeyman, DK. That's the expectations from him. The level of play rises up when Minka Fitzpatrick goes out there. It's like having a ball game and you got your backup running back in and nobody knows anything about in Denver, right? And Mm -hmm. you got to worry about stuff. No, you ain't got to worry when Minka's back there. You understand what it is. Hand over fist. Yes, Minka doing Minka stuff. That's what's that's the difference.
0: We're gonna take a couple more today. Slim says, Hey Moan, how much does it mean? How much do you think it means to Mike Tomlin to finally get back to winning a playoff game? It's been a while since it those uh a while. since those
1: six field goals. Great in question, Kansas City. Slim. I know uh a lot. Coaches feel that pressure. Coaches are under the pressure just as much as the players are. The expectation of doing what is required, I sound like Coach Tomlin right now. God, doll. It's almost as if
0: you spent 11 years around the guy.
1: Almost cursed right there, too. It's like, shut up, Coach Tomlin. (laughs) Uh, But, Slim, what I'm saying is this. He ain't going to ever acknowledge it, and I don't ever expect him to because you can't let him see you sweat as a coach and as a player. Never let him know, oh, yeah, I'm worried about that because then they got a case to actually hold something against you what I'm saying is this it has to be there that team has to know that the night before that playoff game there will be a strong emphasis on detail what it means for this city and that's where he gets people man he put that type of pressure on the team to perform for the city to perform for this right here those are the things he do whether it get done or not like He is significant on how he pulls that off at times, but a playoff win is definitely necessary.
0: Mike comes in with a contribution and says, Is this team, if this team keeps growing and runs the table? Oh, geez. Like they're capable of. That's tough, Mike. You guys are really excited about this this game, but that's fine. Call it what it is, ZK. We're in the greatest position going into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. We're looking great if we keep growing till week 18. Back to running the North. Now, keep growing. Yeah. I'll buy that. Okay, keep getting better. Get that offense going to where everyone
1: internally believes it can be. This, you know? me, yeah, this to me falls more on, on watching what Kenny do at this time of the year too. The emphasis is on controlling the line of scrimmage, offensively and defensively. D line, O line, have to. But the, his ability to spin the ball down the field has to, as you said a second ago, keep growing, Mike. It's necessary that it keeps growing. It's necessary that Kenny just kind of let them hang and just play ball. Like, that's all we're asking. Right, DK? Mm-hmm. That play down the field. Go with it. Why are we holding back, man?
0: I mean, especially if your guy's making the throws. You know, <clears throat> and it, 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 watching that game again, which I finally got around to yesterday on video. The thing that jumped out at me Maybe more the second time than it did covering it live in Cincinnati was the accuracy of Kenny's throws. It was good. Okay. Not just the not just, and I don't say that just in the sense of okay, he put the ball like it ended up where it needed to go. Yeah. I'm even talking about the trajectory, the arcs, the velocity, the touch. Everything was there. Yes, there were exceptions when he would get rushed. Okay, and
1: that needs to be addressed, whether it's
0: the offensive line or whatever. Go ahead, Mon.
1: No, I was just going to piggyback what you were saying. Yeah. I didn't know if you were done. That has to get cleaned up. It has to get cleaned up. Because here's the thing, too. Make it to the playoffs. <clears throat> excuse me. It's going to be good on good. Let's go back to 49ers. Okay? Ooh, Jacksonville's defense. Like, right? Let's be honest with one another here. Right? Yeah. Like. That's what you're you're going to see. Yeah, there we go. It gets good on good at that point. And if they can't for one game, stop a nosebleed with blitz and DK, that's problematic for the squad. And that is one of the biggest thing. Again, whether that's Kenny knowing, hey, easy. This has been easy, easy, easy. Righty, righty, righty. Or Liz, 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 just to send guys over there knowing I got my hot right here. Like, those are the things why I'm, 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 I'm actually just putting it on Kenny to say, if you want this to stop, then you're going to have to take charge, too. Or Mike Sullivan.
0: And the last word for the day goes to Cat Manada. Of course, it does. Somebody actually asked Kat Manada earlier in this session, like, are you going to change your name? I thought he made that clear. He made that clear.
1: <laughs> he did. How many times does he have to speak up for himself? Man said it once, DK. He ain't saying it again. No. <laughs> he ain't saying it again. Look at Darley laughing. <laughs> I love Cat Manada.
0: <laughs> we had Cat Manada here in the studio yeah. not that long ago. Cat <laughs> Manada says, I can picture it now. Steelers at Ravens, week 18. Hang on, John Facenda. Steelers at Ravens, week 18. Pickett throws a pass to Pickens to extend into the end zone and win the division. Number 73 spikes the ball into the camera, just like the good old days. That's good, okay?
1: Actually, isn't he the Minnesota's play-by-play, also? Or stadium announcer? Now he's been dead for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually killing off people. I actually brought him back
0: to life, DK. This was the NFL <laughs> Films guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me oh
1: my. That's terrible by me, DK. Oh, it's worse by me. I actually thought I was gonna get a fine for spiking that camera. I mean, yeah, spiking that camera. That is solid. Dolly, you way too much time on your hands i'm backing time, up though.
0: here i'm trying really hard closer,
1: I mean- you gotta get oh, closer close. because, oh,
0: okay i have a hard time reading this they like that that's what i get for reminding yeah, everyone it that john john facenda passed many years ago the historic uh, literally legendary voice <clears throat> of nfl films and the frozen tundra and everything actually i don't think he ever said frozen tundra Frozen I saw tundra. He somebody he never said that. Somebody said that he has never said, he never actually uttered the words frozen tundra. And yet everyone, when they do their John Facenda impression, says, The frozen, frozen tundra, tundra of Lambeau Field. Oh. And like, did he but did he ever actually say it? Somebody needs to look this up between now and when we get to the end. hmm when we get to, yeah you have homework in the next 10 seconds all right ready no,
1: Mom? yeah absolutely dk i'm ready let's, let's do it you got it yeah <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about that's something i saw somebody laugh at somebody in the chat <laughs> and george Jorah said, okay, is Rochelle Dolly's burner count? (laughs) That is hilarious because Rochelle came in with her MVP status, DK. She did. She did. MVP. MVP. And she solidified the answer too, DK.
0: Michael Walker says, yes, he did say frozen tundra. I am telling you, I have seen references to say that he never actually spoke those words. Well, Michael Yeah, but I'm not buying it. I think that's actually one of the most. It's a lot like, you remember when Tina Fey did the Sarah Palin impression? And then she said, I can see Russia from my house. Okay. (laughs) And Sarah Palin never actually said that. Yet it became something that people attached to Sarah Palin terribly unfairly, I might add, because she she never said that. And I think that's what happened. Mm -hmm. I think that here says Jay Smith says he never said it, according to. A- according to the big Google machine, according to the big Googs, man. Yeah, it Absolutely says here it was Chris Berman mimicking John Facenda. That's what uh, it was. Chris Berman, when him and Tom Jackson were doing, uh, boom, yeah, ES- ESPN's highlights film, okay, where they would say they was he would say the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and it was like, but he never said that. Yeah. Sarah Palin finger guns. Also not a Sarah Palin thing.
1: (laughs) It was Tina Fey. Tina Fey, yes. Crazy, DK. We got one that's got to be addressed. I think we've led people the right way before, DK. Uh Uh-huh. Kanan comes in and is asking a very good question, dog. He goes, hey, guys, I'm going to my first home game as I've never, never been to Pittsburgh, Okay. What should I do when I'm there besides the game? Obviously leave those comments in there, but you got to go first and foremost by DK Pittsburgh sports. That's first.
0: 224 5th Avenue open Tuesday through Saturday, 12 to six
1: 224 5th Avenue. Yes, yes. absolutely. Got to go do that. Um, find the tailgate. Cause everybody's going to welcome you. You will see the billowing smoke coming from the grills. There's somebody underneath the bridge going in front of the stadium. Every time I'd come in would have a like, Ping like like a beer pong table, long, just filled with adult spirits, DK. And I was like, that looks like a great tailgate. That looks like a great tailgate.
0: This is important. People are coming in pointing out that John Facenda did say it about a super cold game in Cleveland between the Raiders and the Browns at Old Municipal Stadium, which is also along the lake. Uh, If you've never experienced the cold of Cleveland along that lake, you don't know what cold is. Because that water comes off the off the lake, and it's just it's a hundred times worse, and the, and the wind almost, and everything else. So we've in really, I think we've kind of, yeah,
1: yeah. I seen I saw somebody almost burn themselves up by trying to get too close to those flame burners on the sideline, those jet burners on the sideline. Yeah, somebody went up and smoked my rookie year by staying too close because it was that cold. Yeah. Wow, they didn't even realize they were burning DK. So we've, we've got
0: this down here. John Facenda did say Frozen Tundra, but it was not about Lambeau Field. Berman threw that in and his impression and that. Okay, we've got this all figured out now.
1: I will go. I will go.
0: The barber says it was Steve Sable. Uh,
1: Look at you big, really big journalists over here, man. See, Barber would know. Now I'm totally thrown off. He would know. Could be getting you flustered, though.
0: Jim Fairfield says, I live in Erie. I know Lake Erie cold. Yeah, it's uh, different. It's different. It is it's different. different. There's anytime it involves there's any kind of moisture and that wind comes in, there's nothing blocking it. You know, there's no structures on a lake. Yeah. You know, it's just just, whoosh,
1: just whisking in.
0: It's through your soul. And if I sound like that's where the media parking lot is.
1: <laughs> you know exactly where <laughs> that's it's at. Where it,
0: it, you, you actually know. park
1: right up against the water.
0: Yeah. The, the I, frozen, frozen tundra is the parking lot.
1: Uh, To that same question, Brent Haynes asked, what is the coldest game yet? Rookie year, 2009, Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. The guy that almost burned himself up was Craig Irving. He had on sweats. He had on the jacket. The Ugh. flame blower was blowing at Craig, and everybody's looking, where's the smoke coming from? <laughs> <sighs> up in flame. like It wasn't a fire fire, but it was one of those, you don't even feel yourself getting warm. And then he had those... If I'm not mistaken. You just see the lake. Hang it's, on. It's it's Craig Erbig on line one. Hey. The guy self-combusted? Dude, I'm telling you. Dolly, He's burning it was that up cold. the phone lines. It was that cold out there. And that was my rookie year, too, where the veterans at the time after the game Thursday night, they went to New York and all the rookies had to ride the bus back. Hard times as a rookie. UK. Hard times. Oh. Wow.
0: times. First, I forgot about. Bubby Brister, when he was the Steelers quarterback, once saying that it was a cold wind that comes off the lake at Three Rivers Stadium.
1: Was it really?
0: Bubby, <laughs> we don't have lakes. We
1: never heard we of We have rivers. It.
0: Oh, a lake. And no, it's not cold in the press box, completely heated indoors and everything else. Yeah. Uh, guys, thank you very much for, for everything today. Uh, it's appreciated. Thanks, Rochelle. Thanks to everyone who contributed um, as the boss points out here, we've had close to 2,000 people in and out of the show today. It's more than 2,000 2, now, right. she says. Uh, that's how many have come in and out here. So it's we're still not even in November yet.
1: We don't right need now. that. no I'll take it. My our Christmas trees are up right now, DK. What are you talking about? You yeah, look, look, we have that. a we have
0: a tree here. Looks.
1: Yeah, tree. exactly. What are you talking about, bro?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to feel like Christmas till our kids come
1: back home. They were here for
0: Look at you.
1: You such a puppy dog for the kids. Dolly, get that man a binky. Yes. Get, it, get that man a pacifier. Oh, no, come on. That's cute. Oh, no, Dolly, no. uh Until it's my time, I'm clowning DK, okay? Until my boys leave the house, I'm clowning DK for being a softie, okay? No, nah, he ain't no dog no more. Uh-uh. Take that off, Dolly. I ain't trying to hear that. Yeah, me and him both. <laughs>
0: She's oh. had too many coffees over here
1: today. No, Now, Dolly and Reform. I love that. DK. Don't don't take her shine today. Uh, St- Steel Blitz
0: thinks that we're going to have to cancel the trip to Winnipeg. Wow. Uh, I you got to understand here, we have two tickets for Winnipeg because the boss is coming with me because that's me. a that's a place where you want to go on vacation in early February. So the people okay. Can ridicule you at the airport so so you when yeah when we, we get to customs, true story. When you get to Winnipeg customs in February. And they ask, they ask you, are you here for business, or you know, right. bit or you know, what's your business in Winnipeg? And you say, you say, Well, it's a vacation. They think you're lying. Really? Yeah, Nobody goes yeah, there for a, that. Well, I mean, it's a little bit uncomfortable outside in Winnipeg. The Lake Erie effect is nothing next to Manitoba's mere existence. Oh man. So, but uh yeah, we're going, and if the Steelers make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, we're gonna have to get a whole lot of gift memberships to cover canceling <laughs> that flight. <laughs> Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> hey, it'll work itself out, man. Hello, see, we me, didn't. We got the final answer too. You didn't even see it. We didn't even that? acknowledge it. No well, 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 came well. through. She did where? She yep. said Oreos every day of the week, and it's not even close. We got oh. our final answer.
0: Well, guess what? She does get the final word around I mean, here. I mean, what are talking we about.
1: Get us a lot
0: They're real. However, Rochelle did not answer, and she can bring this up with us tomorrow, whether or not she double stuffs it, or whether she strips the stuff off.
1: You know, it has just the
0: wafers, and
1: yeah, it's work. You're surgical with it, DK.
0: You got to be willing to work for your snacks.
1: That's your way of burning a little calories to get what you want.
0: I'm saying that now, but we're heading to the milkshake factory after this, so
1: (laughs) breaking all the rules.
0: Breaking all the rules. (laughs) Do it, DK. Yeah, Cat Bannon is coming with us to Winnipeg,
1: by the way. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I thought we were talking about Matt Cannon because he got time on his hand. (laughs) Casey, stop. Casey hitting
0: on Rochelle. That's enough. It's not the love connection. (laughs) (laughs) Rochelle says double stuff. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Wow, what a ridiculous show. (laughs) Good, good.